Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us, down for us in New York City. And thank you to you for listening wherever you might be all over North America. You could be in Toronto. You could be in Hawaii, Florida, Alaska, San Diego. Damn, country, the weather's crazy all over the place. Even here in Vegas, I know it's wintertime in the desert. Damn, it is cold as hell out here. Man. Anyway, we get started every single weeknight. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. It's the new time for the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. And so we've had a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. And we will continue on without a shadow of a doubt. We talked about Belichick moving on. We talked about Nick Saban moving on and and Pete Carroll also moving on. It's just that time of the year, right? Time for folks to move the hell on. So we talked about that. Thank you so much to Armando Saguero for joining us earlier on in the show. Senior NFL writer for OutKick, also contributing on, on Fox News as well. And we'll have another conversation coming. Ryan Fowler, radio host on Tide 100.9. He will come through and he'll talk to us about Alabama and, and what will take place into the future. You know, who's the, the, the head coach that should come on and kind of lead Alabama moving forward? We'll, we'll talk about that. And then there's, there's other news going on in the world of sports right now. I, why this is a topic of conversation is, is kind of a little bit beyond me. I don't know, maybe you date a pop star and this is what people talk about. Travis Kelsey had to tell everybody that he ain't quitting, that he's not retiring. Uh, Adam Silver held an NBA game today in Paris, France. Uh, He let everybody know that this uh, NBA in-season tournament, that it will be returning. Aaron Rodgers 
it was said that he wasn't going to show up on Pat McAfee. And then even Aaron Rodgers making an appearance today that makes people go, wait a minute. I thought Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be on Pat McAfee. At least today, he just talked talk football. And that's pretty nice. And so thank you to everybody who's called up and participated in the show so far. If you want to participate in the show, it's simple. You can call us up. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. As we have talked a lot about the coaches, I do want to talk about some of the individuals on the field. And I made this point already, that if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, I don't care. It could be college. You can't just go out there and run the ball anymore and say, oh, if we run the ball and have a great defense, we're going to win it. You got to have somebody who can throw. And I know what Michigan did this past Monday in winning the national championship and and Washington's supposed to be the offensive superpower and the, the defense beat the offense. Washington wouldn't be in the spot that they were in if they didn't throw that rock around. Michigan wouldn't be in the spot that they're in if they didn't have somebody like J.J. McCarthy, who although he's not throwing a ball or wasn't throwing a ball at the same rate as Penix Jr. was, he still had to go out there and help deliver the ball down the field. And especially so much more in the NFL do I feel you have to throw the rock nowadays. That's just the way the game has evolved. It, it takes use of, of every athlete and every quarterback's just their physical uh, skill sets. This is why somebody like Lamar Jackson is criticized for, quote-unquote, not being quarterbacky enough. Yeah, you, you draw your own uh, conclusions as to what being quarterbacky means. Someone else in the league who's expected to be a little bit more quarterbacky is Justin Fields. And we know Justin Fields, he could be done as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. The Bears haven't looked at this dude and picked up his option. We know that uh, Eberflus is still the head coach of the team. We know that Ryan Poles, the general manager, he's not the Ryan who selected Justin Fields in the draft and traded down or up to get him. That was Ryan Pace, the other Ryan. And so the Chicago Bears, knowing that they got the, the pick in that trade from the Carolina Panthers, they'll be selected number one overall. And there's one group of folks who say, keep Justin Fields, get him some help. There's a lot of players in the Bears locker room who feel that way. And then there's folks like me who just say, start over, start fresh, move Justin Fields, and go ahead and draft the QB who you think will help you win into the future. Do you want Caleb Williams? Is he going to move to Chicago and, and complain about the weather? Is he going to be crying in mommy's arms? Like that, That's a legitimate concern. You know, has he been smelling himself a little bit too much in California? Maybe he doesn't want to play in Chicago for the Bears. Like, the Bears are going to have options here. But the most important thing they have to figure out is, are we keeping fields? Are we moving on from Justin Fields? Ryan Poles, he spoke to the media, and he had an answer as to whether or not they were going to keep that number one pick or whether or not they were going to trade it. Listen. I'm wide open to anything, so if someone wants to call me with an idea, that's fine. I'm, I'm open to it. Are you, follow, are you hoping to follow the same timeline? I know going into the combine last year, it was made known that, that it would be it would be available if someone wanted to pay for it. Um, do you hope to have that same timeline by the end of February? It depends on what factors are in it, but um, 
in my mind right now that I'm going to take this all the way to April. Uh, yeah, well, what else is he supposed to say? I mean, he's being a general manager of an NFL franchise. He's not sharing his cards. He's not showing his cards. He's not telling everybody what his intent is. He's keeping it close to the vest. Well, what benefit does it do for him with other teams to have leverage just to say, oh, yeah, we're moving on. He loses all leverage. And so I think it's actually a good thing. And my friends in Chicago may not agree with this. Nobody should know what the Bears want to do with Justin Fields. Nobody should know whether or not they want to move on. I'm sure Ryan Poles already has an idea as to what he's going to do. You got plenty of time to change his mind. But it does him no good. It does the franchise no good. It does the team no good to kind of spill the beans now and just say, oh, yeah, we're going to move on and lose all leverage. I think it's time for a clean slate. And I think for Ryan Poles and his own personal job security, by bringing in a new quarterback, someone that he selected, I think for his own personal business interests, to say that I got my own guy, I think that grants him a little bit more runway and rope and space to continue to make decisions moving forward. I think that's the most important thing. Anyway, Justin Fields isn't the only question mark in the world of sports right now. Back on the college side, and I mentioned this, Quinn Ewers is coming back. Quinn Ewers is going to be back at Texas. And the question mark that everybody had, well, what the hell does that mean for the rest of the quarterback depth chart? especially for a dude who has the last name Manning. I was a little surprised to see this today. Take a listen to Quinn Ewers on his own damn social media, letting everybody know I'm staying in Austin. Longhorn Nation. Ever since I was a kid, I've dreamed of playing quarterback at the University of Texas. I couldn't be more thankful to all my teammates and coaches, and I'm beyond grateful to be in the position that I'm in. God has shown me who I truly am these past two years that I've been here. And through the ups and downs, these fans and this university has always had my back. And with that being said, I'm coming back. Oh, my God. Does everything have to be so dramatic? Hey, Ryan, I mean, we have the dramatic music. I'm coming back. Like, I get it. It's it's Quinn Ewers. Is he the second coming? Like, why why was that so damn dramatic? I love the three-second pause, too. But that said, dot, 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 I'm coming back. Uh, to leave like, everyone on the edge of their seat. What's he going to yeah. say? Like like people were, were just, like, staying up at night, wondering not whether or not he was going to return. You know, LeBron James, I don't want to say he pulled this nonsense, but – you know, after the, the Lakers were eliminated by the uh, the Denver Nuggets last year, LeBron James, who said a million other times he wants to play this long and play with his kids, you know, after a loss, he's just like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then he's at the ESPYs, and he's just like, uh, lucky for you, I'm, I'm coming back. I mean, there's a big difference between LeBron James and Quinn Ewers. Uh, it just always kills me how well-produced and how dramatic – you know, some of these instances are. So Quinn Ewers is going to be returning for Texas. We know that they're going to try to go back and, and get into the playoff, and they don't got to worry about it as much as they have in the past because we now have a 12-team field. But this is the bigger question that everybody has. What does this mean 
for Arch Manning. Yes, the son of Cooper and the nephew to Peyton and Eli. You would think by osmosis and through his bloodline that Arch Manning is going to be a damn good QB. You would think so. I mean, coming out of New Orleans, you would think that this man would be the the second coming. But now Quinn Ewers is coming back to, to basically block him? We knew this from a couple of weeks ago. Malik Murphy, who was kind of second on the depth chart there, he decided to leave Texas. And I know recently he just decided to, to go to Duke. All right. Now, did he see the writing on the wall that Quinn Ewers was going to take over or come back? Or did he have an understanding that this was going to be Arch Manning's team? Either way, he got his squad and Arch Manning is going to have to figure out what he wants to do. I'm sure that he wants to throw the ball. I'm sure after sitting out for a season that he wants to command the offense, but not with Ken Quinn Ewers sitting there with his dramatic comeback videos. What happens with Arch Manning is going to be very interesting. Are they going to rush him? Do they think it, it not matter? I mean, is he going to play, uh, you know, one year? I have no idea what's going on with Arch Manning. There's an expectation that he is, quote-unquote, the next big thing. But then at the same time, we, we haven't seen him enough. We haven't really seen him at all. I've seen him on social media, mop up, but what are we doing? I want to see the dude play. Ryan, you think he's going elsewhere? I think he's going to stay. I'm with you. I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I, I just don't. It doesn't take, it would take me as a, uh, not a desperation move, Something like that, I just feel is below the Mannings. It's like, we'll let him sit down for another year, or let's see what happens if if Quinn Ewers goes down, and then Arch will show everybody what he's going to do. I mean, the Mannings, uh, throughout the course of Peyton's career, and then especially Eli's, as he was drafted, they wasted no time in, in, in manipulating the draft, and and telling teams like uh, Eli and his his dad. Uh, he's like, hey, listen, if you choose us, the Chargers, we ain't going. So don't touch us. They manipulated their way onto the New York Giants. And we know Eli Manning was an Iron Man uh, for the New York Giants, making more than 200 consecutive starts. And whether you loved him or hated him, that man showed up to work. And so we have no idea whether or not Arch Manning is, is going to fall somewhere in between uh, Peyton and Eli or... Is he going to be you know, on par with being a Hall of Fame quarterback? And that's a lot to say for a dude who's not even throwing consistently in college. But with his name, oh, there comes massive expectations. And I don't think they're going to jerk him around through the transfer portal because he, he needs to show that he can play. I think there's an understanding when he does get out onto the field that Arch Manning is going to show everybody that, hey, yeah, I've been sitting down for a year, maybe a year and a half, but I'm the real deal. And uh, you, you need to go ahead and consider me. And so, yeah, there are jokes online about him moving on and leaving. I I don't see it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Jesse is calling up from Mobile, Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. How's it going? It's going very well, Jesse. How are you? Doing well, getting off listening to you for the first time on our local affiliate station. So growing up in a state where football is king, 
a retirement of a well-known coach that has several accolades under his name and has hired coaches and hired coaches and hired coaches that have gone on to coach other places. It's big shoes to fill. When he first was hired, I asked a coworker who was an alum, so how are you guys going to treat him? And the response was, this was after Bear and all of the other, do you have a connection to Bear hires before saving? It was, we'll see how many championships he gets us. That was the attitude of the alumni. Not if, but how many. That's the expectations of a certain school in Tuscaloosa. And as I told the um, moderator, everyone in this state can tell you where they were when they heard Bear Bryant pass. And just like that, everyone can tell you where they were when they heard Saban announce his retirement. There are certain things with certain teams in this state that are just etched in DNA. And for a certain no. quarterback in Austin, oh, yeah, not everyone has a passing academy to spend their summer time in to get better. But if his name ever pops up in the portal, every artificial intelligence on the draft will be snatching him up before he gets a confirmation that he's actually jumped in the portal just on DNA okay. alone. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jesse. Appreciate you, man. All right. Have a good one. You as well. Thank you for calling from Mobile. Hey, Ryan, it took us a minute to, to kind of get there, right? Uh, no? A little bit? A little bit, oh, yeah. Jesse, was, was he gave a lot of background. He, yeah, he did. Thank you, Jesse. We appreciate you. It. Uh, thank you. We really do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know what? Let's let's get a little bit more background. Let's talk to someone out of Tuscaloosa. We're going to take a break and come back and have a conversation with Ryan Fowler. He holds it down on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. He knows all about the Crimson Tide in Alabama. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we had a caller tell us what we already know. You think about Alabama, you think about the Crimson Tide, you are thinking about championships. That's championships, S, plural, multiple, like Nick Saban did. So now as they move towards the future, how the hell can they bring in somebody in this changing landscape of college football who can continue to do so? It will be difficult either way. 
And so to talk about this, we're going to go to Tuscaloosa right now. We're going to have a conversation with one of the hosts on 100.9. It's Ryan Fowler. Hey, Ryan, thank you for taking the time to hop on and talk some Alabama football with us. Hey, absolutely. It's an honor to be on with you. And uh, I tell you what, it's been a busy 24 to 36 hours. I was live on the air yesterday when the news came down that Nick Saban was retiring uh, via Chris Lowe. And uh, I'm kind of excited to dive into it and kind of brainstorm with you for the next couple of minutes. Oh, absolutely. I guess my first question to you is, it's always been when he signed a contract that was going to take him to 2030, I said, come on now. I don't think this is going to happen, but I didn't think he was going to just retire yesterday. Were you shocked that this took place? Absolutely. I won't pretend and lie to you and tell you, because there'll be a lot of people that'll tell you, uh, hey, I knew this was coming. I knew this was going to happen. I didn't. Uh, I cover Alabama. We're the flagship station of Alabama Crimson Tide Football in Tuscaloosa. About this, um, I'd often talked about how, and I think this is more of a Nick Saban-type way of going out. He's not a victory lap coach. He's not a guy that would do a distraction for his team. But I also didn't expect it would be January the 10th of 2024. I still think there was years left in the tank. But I think the chaotic environment of college athletics was something that just became too much. Uh, it became, at his age, it's not the football that drove him away. I think the time-consuming hiring coaches, parity in college football, the NIL, transfer portal, the calendar. I think you're going to see a lot of coaches that are going to step away and not come back to the game. And I don't think that's good for the game of college football that you and I love. Oh, you, you heard from Nick Saban. He said that that was not the case. Do you think that was a little bit of a dishonesty from him? Well, I just think it, it has to be a factor, right? I mean, every coach will tell sure. you, uh, just knowing his opinions, I mean, he shared, you know, it's not name, image, and likeness. This is pay for play, right? That's what yeah. he called it. it. That's his words. And that's what this is. That, that, name, image, and likeness is just a name that we've attached to it. Uh, you know, when you have a player go out and score a touchdown, and the next morning he's in an office asking for more money, is that name, image, and likeness? I mean, I guess you, in one way you could spin it that way. But to me, it's more pay for play. But the only difference is there is no contracts. You know, unlike the, the NFL guys who were locked down for a couple of years, you're literally turning over your roster every few months. That's the part that I think it wasn't the deciding is. In 72, I believe what he said. He's being honest, but I also think that there's more to it. And I think that when I think about this era of college football, it's chaotic. When you've got one of the greatest to ever walk the sidelines, the greatest to ever walk the sidelines, uh, I think it needs to be a note for us in college athletics. We've got to clean this up, or we're going to lose a sport that you and I and many others love. Ryan C. Fowler is joining us from Tide 100.9 out in Tuscaloosa. You know, it's easy to, to look at Nick Saban stepping down as a head football coach and just attribute it to football. But this has so much more of an impact uh, on the university. Correct me if I'm wrong. So I, I, I went, I'm a grad here at the University of Alabama. When I was a, prior to Nick Saban's arrival, we're about 18,000. We're now about 40-something, 40 42, 43,000. Uh, I've watched this town grow from a devastation in 2011 with a tornado. Uh, I live here. I have a job because of Nick Saban, right? I mean, I have a job because of the interest around Alabama football. But I've watched this town explode economically. We have factories that probably we would not have. Uh, when Robert Witt, which was the former president when Nick Saban was hired, said it's the greatest investment the University of Alabama has ever made, 
I mean, think about 20,000 additional students. Somebody's got to house them. Somebody's got to feed them. That growth would not be possible without Nick Safer. Economically, I mean, I'm looking at two brand-new uh, you know, Skyrise hotels here. Those would not have been possible. There wouldn't have been a demand. Alabama football has always been Alabama football. But Nick Saban took this monster. It was a perfect marriage. His work ethic, the environment of Tuscaloosa, the fans uh, are simply the most passionate sports fans uh, in the entire country. And they embraced what his work ethic was all about. This town has exploded since I was an undergrad at the University of Alabama. Uh, when you think about what's in store for the future, it's it's difficult to talk about this guy replaces this guy, this guy replaces this dude. What what could be the next logical step to try to maintain some of the same success? Well, I, I think you're not going to be able to get the next Nick Saban. And I think that's where Alabama fans are going to have to go back and understand there's only one Nick Saban. There's only one Nick Saban. This next coach is not going to win you know, three out of the next four. He's not probably going to win one out of the next four. You almost have to reset your standard of, of where Alabama is. This program has 18 national titles, 30 SEC titles. You're not going to be able to continue at that pace. So you almost have to recheck. And I'm actually here at the airport right now. There's a major plane coming in now. Uh, I'll let you know if, I, if, I, if it's something that's significant. So if you hear that noise, that's what that is. Okay. Because I've made my way because – there was scheduled to be a plane that was going to be coming in from Washington. Now, we don't know. I mean, listen, it could be bringing a, a box of cookies in to the city of Tuscaloosa. It could be bringing another <laughs> student uh, back in. But we're watching that because I, I think all of us are watching, you know, to see if Caleb DeBoer is, is a possibility. That name mm. has grown wildfire here in Tuscaloosa, a name that 24 hours probably was not on the surface, but it is today. Um, that, that's one of those that you think about the fit. Uh, I think he would be a big name. You know, I look at Lane Kiffin and, and Dabo as, as two other options, um, but I don't know if those are real options. And at this point, I have to trust Greg Byrne. He's never lied to me. Uh, I have a great relationship with him. When he says something, he means it. He said, if you didn't hear it from me, don't believe it. We have to take him for his word. He's that type of guy. I, I no doubt he's, you know, he's hunting for that big fish. But I also don't think he's going to tip his, his hand to anybody else. And, and I think that's the part that you have to step back a little bit and understand what he's selling. Alabama's going to ro- move into a role where Nick Saban's going to be a support role. In a lot of ways, you can't tell Nick Saban no, but that also creates another demand on this job. You know, what role will he play? Fundraising. You know, it, it would be weird to have him in that same facility. My understanding is he's going to move to Bryant and he said him, but he's still going to be in a support role for Alabama. That's a good thing, but it can also complete, you know, it would make the easier transition, but could also could, you know, create some distractions as well. Ryan Fowler is here with us coming, uh, joining us from Tuscaloosa. When you think about who comes in as, as coach, let's, let's forget whoever the hell that might be. You named some of the potential uh, candidates there. We've seen over the past couple of years, even with Nick Saban, and, and his recruiting power and the coaches that he's able to attract, that Alabama has come back down, not down to the pack, but they're not head and shoulders above everybody just stomping the living hell uh, out of teams. And so when things move forward and you talk about the changing landscape of, of college football, are we, in your opinion, just in a general sense, on pace to see more parity as we move forward? Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think that's where this is organized – 
design chaos. Listen, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I cover Alabama football four hours a day, five days a week. I talk nothing but Alabama football. Basketball doesn't, but it doesn't do it. I mean, it, it's 95% there. We talk about the sport that is, is growing to the NFL model, right, where you almost have to separate yourself. And let's be honest, Nick Saban's model was I have better players than you. I'm going to beat you on National Signing Day where I can beat you in September, October, November. That's changed. I don't think you're going to see a run like Nick Saban. It's just not designed because of the bureaucrats in college football didn't want it to be that way. And if you look at Greg Sankey in the SEC, he'd rather have multiple schools competing for that SEC title than just one school. Financially, it just makes sense. When you can engage a lot of other fan bases rather than just one, it, it's healthy for the game. I know Alabama fans don't want to hear that. It, it, it hurts, right? But I think when you look at the overall health of the game, it's probably going to be good for college football that you know the SEC didn't have a, have a role. I'd love to see Alabama there. I'd love to see Nick Saban especially go out on top. But I also think when you look at the overall – that side of it, you're going to engage. And Jack Swarbrick, I mean, he told us this, uh, the athletic director from Notre Dame a couple of years ago. He said, We've, we cannot allow this sport to become a geographical region sport. We've got to get those other fan bases to grow. This is probably one way. Twelve teams will be able to say they had success. Yeah, we're certainly moving on, and not even moving on. We are in a different era of college athletics. And we've seen it not just on the football side over the past couple of seasons. We've seen it with college basketball as well. Coach K, Bayheim, Williams, these, these dudes are moving on. And so now we have the biggest name in, in college football, Nick Saban. He moves on as well. Hey, I want to thank you for taking the time to hop on and join us. And, and let's have some more chats, Ryan, as, as things kind of get hashed out here. Appreciate you. Hey, you got my number, JR. Anytime I can help, I appreciate you guys for the invitation. We'll try to cover it wall-to-wall here in Tuscaloosa. Thanks for the invitation. Have a great and where, day. Where can people follow you to keep up with you directly? Yeah, just Ryan C. Fowler. You can find me on Facebook. I mean, I do a show for four hours every day at Tide 100.9 at Tuscaloosa. And like I said, with the flagship station of Alabama football, and, you know, we'll cover it. We love college football just like you do, man. Thank you. Hey, Ryan C. Fowler, thank you for joining us here at the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we're, we're in a new era, folks. We're in a new time. And it's all over the damn place in, in college athletics. Uh, we can call them the Blue Bloods. They're not going anywhere. We know the biggest schools. We know the schools that have the most resources, that have the largest alumni bases, that have the largest boosters. We, we know what schools and cities can attract you with the bread, with the money. That's not going to change. But we are going to see more of an evening. We're going to see uh, things a level playing field as we move forward. I don't know if having 12 teams in the college football playoff is going to even things up, but it's going to allow some of these teams that have complained about not getting in. Hi, Florida State. Sorry, Florida State. We're going to have some of these teams that just get in now. And what, what excuses do you have? We're going to have some teams that get in on the back end, whether you happen to be in team number 11 or 12. Okay, yeah, now you've made it into the college football playoff. But now you get your ass whooped. Now, was it worth it for everybody to see you get smashed? I mean, that's one issue that I have with college football at times. In a lot of cases, teams are showing up just to collect a check, not for competitive balance, but just to get paid. That's it. At least when we move forward into the future, we'll be on a little bit more of a level playing field. Nick Saban 
is gone. He is out of the building. At least he'll advise. Let me fill you in on something. I got advice for you. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of coaches going. I'm going to tell you about a coach who just signed a big old contract extension. He ain't going anywhere. We'll talk about this on the other side, plus your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, not every coach is retiring. Not every coach in professional sports is getting the boot. There is a coach in Miami. He got himself a new deal, a long-term deal. I was able to share this with you a couple of nights ago when I was on, and the, the news just broke, so we didn't go all that in depth. The show had to go off air, et cetera. Eric Spolstra, he ain't going nowhere. The head coach of the Miami Heat, the man who's been running the team since 2008, he will be sticking around for another eight years for $120 million. Pat Riley said, this is my successor. Eric Spolstra has ran this team. He's been a part of the organization now almost 30 years. He is 53 years old. He started off when he was 24 years old. I'm sure you've heard the story before. Eric Spolstra went from the video room to being head coach of the Miami Heat. And I will never forget. Early on in his tenure, when LeBron James showed up and Chris Bosh showed up and Dwayne Wade was already there, you know, they went through their bumps early on. And we heard the rumors and the rumblings that, you know, some of the players, and you can take your, your pick as to which ones, wanted to get rid of Eric Spolstra, that they wanted Pat Riley to show up and to come back downstairs and to coach the team. Pat Riley said, no. Eric Spolstra is the guy. They ultimately won two championships with Eric Spolstra leading the way. We've seen the success that he has still had by going to the finals. I mean, with a team led by, by Jimmy Butler, of all people, who turns into Superman when the, when the regular season is over. And so Spolstra is going nowhere. And he is the second longest tenured head coach in the NBA behind Greg Popovich, who's been around for 28 seasons after he told Bob Hill, I'm firing you, and I'm making myself the head coach. 855-212-4CBS is the number. It's 855-212-4CBS. Eric Spolstra did speak to the media, and one thing that he appreciates with the Miami Heat is that there's consistency with what goes on in the organization. Listen. In this business, you you really just also want to work with great people that are well-intentioned. There's going to be ups and downs in this business, uh, we enjoy, you know, the process of trying to do special things, but we enjoy being around each other. 
uh, and especially we've had some tough times and tough years, and, and that's when we've really rallied around each other the most. Uh, and I grew up uh, in the NBA business, um, so I understand how unique that is. Uh, and that's why I feel a, a great responsibility to be a caretaker for this culture, you know, now and moving forward. Uh, it's a, uh, a unique responsibility that, um, you know, is deep in my blood. Isn't that sweet? At least getting paid. Good for him. And speaking of the NBA, this is actually happening live in, in real time. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, they're playing a basketball game. It's NBA season. They're at halftime. The Milwaukee Bucks lead Boston 75 to 38. The Bucks went on a 25 to nothing run. What? How? How the hell does somebody go on a 25 to nothing run? I can understand scoring 25 points. How do you not get something by accident? How does somebody not, I don't know, go to the line? What were they doing? Just jacking up threes? This is terrible. Giannis Antetokounmpo already has 18 points, 8 rebounds. Damian Lillard has 17. Malik Beasley has 10. Bobby Portis Jr. off the bench has 16. And I guess this is just a day for the Boston Celtics to, I don't know, kind of sleepwalk through tonight. Nationally televised game on TNT. And uh, the Boston Celtics, they they sleep. They've been good all season. So maybe they deserve to have a, a clunker here. 855-212-4CBS. Craig, he's calling from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. A lot of Tuscaloosa tonight. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Craig? JR, what's up, man? How are you? Go ahead. Um, so listen, I um I've been hearing a lot of different coaches that uh been thrown around the uh Lane Kiffins, the um uh, Dan Lannings, the um just everybody. And I'm just so sick of hearing all these names. There is a sleeper out there that nobody is talking about. If it were me and I was A D, I would do just like Mal Moore did, get on that plane just like he went to go get Saban, and I'll go get Urban Meyer. That's my pick. Yeah, no no reason why? Why? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You, you. you said that, but you're not providing a reason. Is there any reason why? Well, the reason why, the reason why I say that is because he's already proven. Um, I know that he can recruit. And I feel like if you want to win now, that's the pick that I would go after. I wouldn't go after someone – um, that's not proven someone that couldn't relate to the kids of this time. Um, I just think that he would be a good pick. I know that, you know, he has his, you know, baggage or what, whatever, but yeah, yeah um, big time. Well, I mean, think about it. Um, people usually have a short memory whenever you're a winner. Look at Arkansas. Yeah. So, but here, here's the deal, man. It got nothing to do with Arkansas. When you take a look at, at Urban Meyer, you're talking about his baggage. The last time I remember Urban Meyer in any professional setting that had to deal with football, he was working with NFL players who did not respect him. He wasn't respecting the NFL players that he was working with, and he wasn't respecting the job that he had because he wasn't committed. And this is an issue that we, we, we've heard and witnessed for years with Urban Meyer. How committed is he going to be? Is he going to stick around? Is he going to leave? Is he going to tell you that he's not in the best of shape or health and then he's going to leave? 
or is he going to hang out with young women at a bar or young women at a bar? <laughs> and then is he going to decide to leave? And I think ultimately when you have individuals who've had the level of success of a Saban or an Urban Meyer, you know, Saban has had more. I don't think someone like Urban Meyer wants to show up, wake up, and then be reminded about Nick Saban every day. Uh, that's the type of situation where you just let it breathe. And to follow him, like, I, I think that would be an added stressor on Urban Meyer. And I, to be honest, I don't know if he still has the same uh, respect that he does, or I should say as he did before he ended up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think he helped his case with any of that. I think Urban Meyer is best served to be on television where he can show up once a week, uh, every now and then throughout the course of a week, and you don't got to rely on him. You don't got to follow in nobody's footsteps. So I think he needs to leave well enough alone and just stick to TV. (laughs) Okay, good point. All right, thank you, Craig, for calling from Tuscaloosa. Like, some things are just not worth it. I mean, do you sit around and have you ever made a decision in your life and you go, oh, well, I would like to do this, so I'd like to do that. And then you go, is it worth it? Am I going to have a headache after? Is this going to come with a, a pain? Like, what is going to be the result of what takes place after the fact? And so for Urban Meyer, Alabama, man, that don't that don't go together. That's like, I don't know, a, a peanut butter and mayonnaise. Who the hell is eating that? Nobody. That's like, hey, Ryan, help me. What's another terrible combination? Ice cream and broccoli. Oh, my God. Ugh. Who's doing that? No one. You know, somebody in America is eating that, right? Always one person. There's always There's one. O- what do we got? A population, what do we get? 325 mil, 350, right? Somewhere around there? Something like you that. Would, you, you would think 300 million plus people that somebody is... uh. Somebody doing somebody's doing something real weird right now in America. Quite a few people. There are people listening to us doing weird stuff right now. So, hey, God bless you. Keep being weird, whatever the hell you're doing. It, well, we all have our uh, our weird tendencies, I I guess. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. My last hour here in Las Vegas is coming up. And you know what? It's not just uh, coaches who are retiring. It's not just coaches or in the case of Eric Spolster one who's getting a new deal we got an NFL player a future Hall of Famer who's having to tell people he ain't ready to quit I'm going to tell you who it is on the other side of the break I'm going to give you an update on this terrible performance by the Boston Celtics currently against the Milwaukee Bucks Aaron Rodgers he decided to return to Pat McAfee after we heard that he will not he's like he's like a, a rash that you can't get rid of quarterback rash it's the jr sport Brief show here with you on cbs sports radio don't move okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 